All right, we back at it. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode. 257. We here, we live, we at it. Fellas, what's going on this week? Man, busy week for you, boy. Um, you know, this is a prime season for me, plus uh, the addition of the of the smoke shows that's coming up, and I got to go to Nashville this week. So this past week was full of just more of that. I had a DJ, the shots to DJ Skano. Shouts to uh, Damaris White. I DJed her uh, birthday party, 90s themed, and it was it was super cool, super dope party. The only thing that sucked about it was it was in a barn, like like a like a venue that's barn style. So airflow wasn't the greatest. It was kind of on the tail end of the heat wave that we had last week. Mm-hmm. So Friday Friday night was still kind of hot. It was in the 70s, so just there wasn't a whole lot of you know the party could have been top five you know there was that kind of potential but just with the heat uh, it didn't really you know fully reach its potential but um super dope event everybody dressed apart everybody had our 90s clothes i saw a bunch of tommy hilfiger dresses and you know <laughs> gold chains and all that jazz so it was really just a dope event but did that friday um got booked for uh, an event that i'm doing at abundant Christian Life Center next Friday. They're having like a Gospel City event where people are performing. I'm playing music for that, and then uh, uh-uh. and, uh yeah, it's, 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 it's about to get, get rid. Edit it, bro. Ain't no nine nine in the two thousand. I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci. Never would have made it. I'm dead. Okay. Ain't no booty meat down. Right. Right. Did you uh change the uh the the man bun into a flat top for the event? No, no, I uh I must have positioned the ponytail too far below. I must have did it myself instead of the wife having me, you know, crystal crisp, super crispy. So it probably just looked like it was that, but I must have not put the man bun where it belonged. Dizzle was popping. <laughs> oh, well, hold on, because I got a question with Killer. Because you're going yep. to Nashville, right? Yeah. Bruh, I saw something online, bruh. If you and you know, if you trying to venture or find this restaurant, it's called the tra- it's called Trap House Chicken, bruh. I saw this shit on Facebook. That shit looks so good, and it's like hood themed. So- <laughs> Boost Mobile? Boost Mobile situation. <laughs> a trap box. Maybe tries in a, in a, y'all can't hear me? <laughs> that's, that's always the part you hear with somebody having phone trouble. Like, you don't hear me? Right. <laughs> you you, you loud and clear now. I'm sorry. Nah, nah, nah I got the most All right, of it. Man. I'm on the road, man. I got most of it. Um, I have heard of that, and... That's the thing about Nashville. I've never, well, I'll take it back. I had been to Nashville, but I was in my early 20s and didn't and didn't care about food. So now that I'm going back, it's like everybody's telling me, like, yo, you got to go here. You got to go there. It's like I'm literally there Saturday and back Sunday. And it's like, man, I might have to get yeah. like, like three or four to-go bags and just bring all that <laughs> shit home because I want to try a few of these spots, but. I'm not going to really be there that long. I'm doing an engagement party. I'm leaving Saturday morning, doing an engagement party Saturday evening. 
staying overnight and then slowly making it back Sunday. So I'll, I'll have like half the day Sunday to kind of enjoy Memphis. Right. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean Nashville. So. Well, damn, next time I'm out there, I got to try it out, bro, because the shit looks on Facebook, and the biscuits are called Zips, they got like a trap box, like the shit is, is, is trap themed, so that yeah. got my attention, man, but uh, for me I'm this not... week, man, I'm trying to, I've been trying to hold on to my youth, bro, one of, my, one of my homies had a birthday last week, and this week, he wanted all the homies to go to to this spot in uh, Florence. It's called Defy. And it's basically like, uh, what's the little trampoline? Like, uh, I don't even know what it's called. Trampoline park? Get, yeah. Get air. Get air. Get air, yeah. So this is basically the same thing except for the basketball situation. They got like a full court. So it's like slam ball. It's slam ball. So yeah. it's not just a rim where niggas is dunking. It's a full court. Niggas is playing three on three, four on four. So we went there, like six deep. And this kids and this younger adults there going crazy. And I fucking hurt my foot. Oh, my first, no. My first jump, bruh. Uh, I didn't even have the ball. I was literally just testing out the bounce. And I got up. And when I landed... I didn't land right, bro. I hurt my foot, but I played through it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I felt the pain then, and then I played through it, and then I truly felt the pain when we was done. Like when I put my shoes back on and walked to the car, I was straight limping. Uh oh. Uh oh, it's happening. I'm, I can I'm, see uh, what's happening. I'm tending to, <laughs> to my foot and uh still out here, man. As you can see, I'm, or as you can probably hear, I'm in the car uh, <laughs> on this real estate run. I had to do a couple of showings last minute, and I had to drop off a check, and I had to do it because the day was like the deadline. Um, but yeah, a, a paycheck is coming very soon. I think about Ooh. to be his aid. Nice. 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 Congrats. So you flipped oh. another crib? So yeah, well, yeah. This this will be my second my second deal. But I'm salty, man, because my uh one of my mentors hit me up. And I'm in the middle of a meeting at my first job, and I text her back maybe two three minutes later, like, "Yo, I'm in a meeting for another hour. What's good?" He was like, "Man, I had this uh, referral for you, because I don't ever I don't usually do." the buyer and the seller in the same transaction, but I gave it to somebody else. So a nigga missed out on a deal that was basically done. I just had to kind of sign up and get it going. So nigga missed out mm. on an easy check. Oh. Mm. That but first job said, getting in the way. All right. She, she <laughs> did say she'll hit, she'll hit me when... Uh, <laughs> And which her deals is like she out there in the in Oakwood. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got most of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how's your weekend? Uh, so oh wait, this will still this will still think we listen to this on. <laughs> Damn, it's my. 
It's just not. Like, we've been to Vegas so many times. We've stayed at a lot of different hotels. We didn't stay at the Palazzo. We didn't stay at the Aria. Like, those are more, you know, subdued and more grown-up type of atmospheres. Now, mind you, the times that we've been out there, we've been on some super party shit. So, the times that we probably should have stayed at the party hotel, we weren't staying at the party hotel. But now that we should be staying at the more grown-up hotel, we stayed at the party hotel. So, that was strike one. This is not a strike two. This is just something that annoyed me. We got to the hotel mad early. We wanted to, you know, check in, drop our bag off, yada, yada, yada. They tried to hit us with the $40 early check-in fee. Yes, it's only $40, but I wasn't paying an extra $40. I'm already paying you motherfuckers $30 a day in reserve fees. Not happening. So we basically, uh, they held our bag for us. No problem. We went out to get breakfast. We went out and shopped. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I showed y'all the video at the sneaker store. Um, I did a little damage shopping at the Nike store. Everything is a-okay, having a good old time. My cousin gets to town. He, he's in town with us, hanging out with us and everything like that. We go out to eat some more. We go around, you know, sightseeing, having a good time. Not a lot of people around, so it's a lot of, you know what I'm saying, space to roam and everything like that. That night, get back to the hotel, shower up, get dressed for the Usher show. We go to the Usher show. The Usher show was amazing. We seen a lot of celebs in the building. Wanye from Boys to Men was in the building. Uh, Dwayne Wade was there. Lots of big names out there and everything no. like that. So have a good time. We link back up with the cuz after that. We go down to a restaurant, the Grand Lux, a.k.a. a fancier cheesecake factory. Go down there, hanging out, having a good time. Mosey on back to the hotel. We get back to the hotel about, I don't know, 2 o'clock Vegas time. So we're up past 24 hours. We're awake past 24 hours. So, day one, major thumbs up, two thumbs up. Like, I'm in my head, I'm like, see, I told you. I told you this is going to be perfect. This is going to be A-OK. This is going to be a great anniversary getaway. And I'm going to put a smile on my beautiful wife's face. So, fast forward to day two. We're trying to figure out plans, what we're going to do the rest of the time while we're there. We had breakfast and everything like that. Doing more sightseeing. And how can I say this? On Thursday, I realized I'm not as young as I used to be. Party, <laughs> party, party way too hard. Party way too hard. And I've only had this, this clear liquid we call water. I've only uh, had this lovely clear liquid we call water. That is all I've had to drink since Thursday. This is all I've been drinking since since thursday and this is all i will be drinking until next thursday i'm not drinking any alcohol i'm not drinking any Kool-Aid. i'm not drinking any gatorade if it ain't water i'm not drinking it so so you so you had one of those drunk nights I had had just 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 the overall just hey man you not a kid no more <laughs> trying to trying to keep up with with the kids you need not to do that no more and that was a lesson learned the hard way and we'll leave it at that. So we fast forward. We fast forward to Thursday, a very chill day. So when you basically ruin a Thursday like I did, and basically it turns the Friday into a extra chill day because you're not feeling the best in the world. It, walking on pins and needles. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and it also takes away from from everything else you wanted to do during your vacation. Like, we were going to go to a summer league game. We were going to go to this uh, uh, this beer park. 
there are a lot of other stuff that we wanted to get on the table. But since me and, I, you know, I just, you know, partied way too hard, that wasn't on the table. So on uh, we end up going to this nice steak restaurant, steakhouse, had a great meal over there. My brother came through. We hung out with him, which is always a great thing for me to see my big bro, everything like that. But, you know, I learned a, a valuable lesson. Listen to my my wife more. I'm not as young as I used to be. And the next vacation will definitely be on the Eastern Standard Time Zone because these time zones be killing Uh, your boy on vacation. And all these extra layovers and all this type of shit coming home, it just ain't the way. So basically, the next vacation got to have a beach at the end of it. Myrtle Beach, South Beach, (laughs) Daytona Beach, uh... Uh, uh, Panama City Beach. It's got to right. have a beach at the end, and it's got to be on the East Coast because I'm sick of these time zones, man. So, like I said, I learned a valuable lesson, and 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 unfortunately, I do have to learn things the hard way. I have learned. I am 42 years old. I am not 22 <laughs> years old, and that my wife is a lot smarter than me. So I need to start listening to her a lot more. So you basically concluded the story with the feeling that how the story started where you should have just stayed at home. Your wife sounded like she managed her her adulting a little better as far as uh, con- consumption goes. As it always. Like, it doesn't sound as like always. she was in the same boat as you. It sounded like you was on this, on this boat by yourself. <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. And shouts out to her for taking care of your boy, making sure I was kosher and everything yeah. like that. But like I said, this lovely liquid we call water. This is all I'm drinking for. I think I'm gonna go two weeks with nothing but water because y'all, y'all not Mr. and Mrs. Dizzle, where you like to have a day and a half, two days and a half, three days and a half worth of lazy, you know, right recovery, recovery time to kick back all that. So I know that one hurts stings a little. That's but essential. Stay. I, I, I want to say. Man. I I want to say thank you for that. <laughs> you, you actually took one for the team for me because I had to tell myself that because between August 26th and September 13th, I'll be in Tucson, Portland, Sacramento, and Fresno with this tour. Oh, it's so, lit. <laughs> so, so it's like I got to make sure I take control of not like don't be in the moment so much that I can't fly from Fresno to Dayton because I'm throwing, I'm saying like because I'm through. So right. thanks for uh, the reminder, because uh, this is something that we wanted to do since we got into this music shit, and for us to finally be doing it, I don't want to lose my senses and be like ah the whole time. So it's right, like, let me let me let me remember that I gotta I gotta have some recovery hours too. <laughs> yeah, and, and for me, I've always been a person that learns the hard way, but once I learn the hard way, I don't do that anymore like yeah just it's just like all right that happened that was stupid that's never happening with me again and exactly and that and it's just not so you know it is it it sucks multiple reasons because obviously it was our anniversary we wanted to have a good time and things started out on such a high note you know what i'm saying well you were having a good time yes we're having a good time 
you had a good time. It's just a little, little shortened. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just so many things left on the table. Just so much left on the table. Like we didn't even yeah. get to, you know, do the zip line. We didn't get to go. We didn't hit up the pool. It was just like, yo, like we base basically went to Vegas for one day. <laughs> that basically that's what it turned out. We went to Vegas for a day and a half. Right. And, and instead of the three days. So, you know, like I said, man, valuable lesson learned for your boy. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And, I, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Dizzle, you home. Your connection is much better. <laughs> yeah, bro. The nigga is active. The nigga is active. <laughs> Y'all going to be seeing me in the background get my hair retwisted, too. So it's like <laughs> from one thing to the, to the next. <laughs> Dizzle outside. I'm trying. Speaking of being outside, man, like another reason I was like kind of like more or less forcing the issue for us to, you know, go have a good time in Las Vegas and everything like that is because, you know, the Delta variant is is steadily on the rise. And I know all three of us is vaccinated, but, you know, we've all seen the stories or probably even know somebody that's vaccinated that still end up catching that that COVID situation going on. So, like, that was like another reason I was like, well, let's go before things get a little Harrier out here in these streets, man. Do y'all think we headed to another shutdown? Man, I sure hope it's not till after this tour because that would be just the, the heartbreaking of heartbreaking to be able to, you know, wait wait this long for opportunity like this and then that be the, you know, the the nail in the coffin type shit. I I do think like so about two or three weeks ago. Matter of fact, right after my birthday, right after my birthday party, I show up to work Monday with a mask on. And then, you know, I work with a bunch of 20-year-olds, so they got jokes like, oh, you went too hard on your birthday? And I'm like, not so much that I went too hard, but I just see, I feel like it's coming. I feel like something else that I don't want to be a part of is coming. So I'm just trying to get myself conditioned to doing it again because I spent a good eight weeks, you know, nine, ten weeks where it was like, I'm never wearing that mask again. So now (laughs) it's like I got to condition myself that, you know, I've been wearing it at work. Um, no one's telling us to do so. You know, most of our employees are vaccinated, but there's some that's not. So everybody's kind of been wearing a mask throughout. But me being vaccinated, I was free. But now kind of getting back in the realm, putting it back on. And I'm just praying that uh, we can get through some, some of this some of this tour shit. If it, if it, if it was shut down in the winter, I'm cool. The winter's, the winter's slow for you, boy. So not, not right now. No, I don't think it's going to shut down again, man. I don't think America can take another full shutdown just because you saw the uproar on the first one. Nigga, America will be damned if they take away their rights again, you know, without a fight. But, you know, if anything, folks will just be required to wear masks again. I never stopped. You know what I'm saying? I'm all for this little six feet. That could be, you know, for here on out. <laughs> right. And I got, I just bought a new pack of masks. I got fresh masks in the car. So mm-hmm. I'm all for that, man. And I'm vaccinated. Haven't been sick for about two years now. So whatever's been going on has been working. I feel good. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't think we're going to get a full shutdown, but I think we're going to get like another partial shutdown where the mask mandate is going to be back in full effect for everybody. And I think we're also going to see a situation where restaurants and places going to be required to 
close earlier, maybe like some mm-hmm. midnight action and some limited capacity, maybe like only operating at 70 percent type of situation, man. But I was all for, you know, with the vaccination rate and everything like that, when they opened it up and said we own the 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 trust policy or whatever, um, I, I thought that was stupid. I was like, man, like, yeah. it's when has America point. ever honored the honor system? Yeah, 40% <laughs> vaccination rate. Let's get that joint up to 80% before we say mask off. That's where I was at yeah. with it. Yeah. Well, you see some I, uh, of these states is requiring their employees yeah, you know, to to be vaccinated. What y'all what y'all think about uh having a requirement? Like Kev, you you work at a a company where shit, you pretty much at they whim if they requiring you to get a vaccination, you you all game. I mean, you already got vaccinated, but just the thought of having that right taken away from you. What you think, man? Look, this is how I feel about it, man. If you live in a community, you have to be a part of the community. Like, that's what this is supposed to be, man. You're supposed to be a part of the community. So unless you a person that has, like, you know, strong religious beliefs, I know there's, you know what I'm saying, different religions that don't believe in vaccinations and things like that, or you a stone-cold vegan where you don't eat nothing that doesn't grow out the ground, (laughs) I I don't want to hear it, man. I I say that, that they should be vaccinated. People should be vaccinated. I mean, you can't go to public school without being vaccinated. You can't go into the military without being vaccinated. You can't live in dorm rooms at college unless you've been vaccinated. So, like, if this is just another one of those vaccinations that people have to get, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and that's my thing about it also, like, like, do have, like, I think the people now are giving anti-vaxxers a bad name. Because I have uh, a very good friend of mine who doesn't believe in vaccinations and everything like that and explains it very well. You know what I'm saying? Has, you know what I'm saying, his own evidence and his own beliefs and everything like that. But when you get other people just saying, like, well, you can't make me do it. Like, well, you don't have any credence. You don't have any, you know, religious belief or mm-hmm. or just, for lack of a better word, science to back you up. You know what I'm saying? Everything like that. Yeah. And you don't have, like anything you just don't want to get it because you don't want it because you the government telling you to do it you don't want to do it like that's your whole reasoning like those people i can't fox with but the people that you know what I'm saying have religious beliefs and everything like that and you know what I'm saying practice a certain diet and everything like that that you know they don't want to get the vaccine we can have that conversation but the people that's this new wave of anti-vaxxers i can't fox with at all yeah i don't want to be like I'm the same way. I don't want to have to look up your shit and see that you've had every measles, mumps, rebellion, chicken pox. You had everything along the way in your childhood. But because this, you know, is being presented in a way and we can really keep it funky. 45 started a, started a trend through millions of people's hearts and minds that, you know, we can look at the vaccine and look at the pandemic and look at the China, the, the China virus or whatever you call it, you know, we can look at those things in a certain manner. And that's what they did. Like, so they'll find the, you know, 100, one person, 1000 stories of negative or unique mm-hmm. individuals, but not telling the story of the 100 million, 30 million, the 40 million, whatever, you know, that it has an effect that way. So I just, like you say, if you don't fake the fuck, don't, call the pastor because y'all homeboys and get a and get a teacher's note that you don't need the vaccine because that's your homeboy not like 
be really about what you say. Like, believe a certain belief and live a certain lifestyle. I have no problem with you, but don't be, don't be, you've had 19 vaccines and this one is a problem. Yeah, and my homeboy that's a stone cold vegan, he stay masked up. Man. He like he is like, look, man, this is what I believe, but I ain't stupid. Like I don't want to be exactly. around a motherfucker that got it. So I'm a I'm a double mask up just in case. You know what I'm saying? But these mm-hmm. other people like they ain't taking the vaccine and they out here <sighs> breathing mm-hmm. all heavy. So like that's that's like the double whammy for me, man. So yeah. Yeah. I, actually, I was yeah. at work today doing an event. We did a back-to-school event at City Gear, you know what I'm saying? And, and I, I try to not to paint this picture of people in general. It's just like, oh, man, it's just white folks that ain't wearing masks. It's niggas, too. We ain't out here, oh, man. Yeah. We out here. Oh, yeah. out, here li- out here living for the city, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's them, too. It's us, too. Man, so, shout-out to my barber, bro. I be seeing that nigga living it up. That's one nigga I've seen through the pandemic that has not stopped working a bit. You know, this dude was making house calls when it was full shutdown. And I'm watching, you know, he's one of the folks I was watching. Like, yo, he ain't, he ain't catching the bug, bruh. But just, <laughs> just recently, he shot, shot me a text like, yo, bruh, go ahead, cancel that appointment, bruh. I got the vid, man. Uh-oh. Go ahead, cancel that so you can get your refund, bruh. So I'm a, I, I've been, I'm out here struggling with my hairline. <laughs> I saw the tweet. Yeah, I need a nigga to know how to make a hairline from scratch, bruh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if y'all know somebody that can make it from scratch, let me know. Because hey, I, uh, I know a guy. An artiste. I done showed up to this motherfucker, you know, seven months pandemic. Like, okay. Bruh. Look at this shit here. I need a nigga <laughs> that can take a step back and like figure out what I'm working with. You know? <laughs> like the directors be like, all right, let me see. Yeah, they gotta but, take but, a step but, back. But, but this, I heard you say, get your money back. You you pay. Oh yeah, yeah. You Get your haircut. Yeah, yeah. To, so to book an appointment with my barber, uh, you do it online through an app and you pay right then and there. So at the session, all you gotta pay, well. All, all I pay is the tip. It's already paid for when I book it. So that way, if a nigga don't show up, he get his little whatever, 50% yeah, uh, fee. You know what I'm saying? Barbers is getting strong in that regard because my barber, he now has the policy where he strictly, I mean, he, he been pretty much strictly appointments just because of his, his workflow and his number of clientele. Now, if you no-call, no-show, you owe 25 for that miss. And twenty five to get back in the chair, you know what I'm saying? So, so you don't got a hot million mm-hmm. dollar So he, Barbers is finding niggas. When I yeah. was getting cut, when I was getting cut Friday, somebody called and with the and what you got, he said I ain't got nothing till Wednesday. But uh, when you show up Wednesday, I'm gonna need that twenty five that you missed, and I'm gonna need that twenty five to sit down. Wow, niggas is finding motherfuckers. I, I feel him though because in my business about seven years ago or more, I finally it was hard for me to tell myself this was okay, but I started making it to where if you want me to DJ anything for you, I need opportunity loss deposit for holding the date for you because I might get five more inquiries on Labor Day weekend, whatever year. And because I'm holding this party for you, and then August you hit me with the nah bro, we ain't gonna have a party, you know, she ain't wanna do it, so uh, we'll probably do it next year, but I'm going to keep you in mind. And I missed, 
and I missed three, four, five, you know, six, seven hundred dollars of gigs. That I, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. It happens. It happens. No, like no, that. I know that happens. Do that voice again. Do that voice. Again. <laughs> <laughs> say, say that, uh, you know what I'm saying, man. Your wife didn't want to have a party, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, we'll probably just move, move, move it to 2022 sometime. We we'll give you a call. <laughs> oh, uh, so I can't, I, I can't do it. So since we're on the topic of barbers and everything like that, and that's where we're at uh, today, we're at uh, Cuts for Kids. They was giving out free haircuts to barbers. Where, what is the perfect tip, or what do y'all tip y'all barber? Shit, my guy be taxing. I ain't gonna front. He went up on his prices back to back to where for what I get, I don't even have hair to cut. I just need to line up a little little tape on my side and get my facial hair right. I pay forty seven bucks, bruh, for for that, and I go ahead and tip him at least ten. But he does like the full facial. He be having me leaning back. He got like this steam blowing in my face the whole time. Nigga, give me the pores. He give me the hot <laughs> towel joint. He be putting stuff. My eyes be closed, so I don't be seeing. But he be putting stuff on my face, like my forehead, my cheeks. Like he do stuff that's not my hair. Like he do a full facial. He got this little pin that go across my forehead, and he was like, "Yo, look at this." And I guess it was gunk and dirt. I'm like, "Yo, that's what's up." <laughs> <laughs> so he doing full, full spill, bro. He got his own products. He be like dripping on me. Getting my chin hair right, like I, I feel like it's worth the price. So I do give him a ten dollar tip after so, the forty seven. So it'd be like fifty seven, almost sixty bucks. Sixty bucks for a lineup and a taper, and a facial, bro. That's an experience. Sixty so, bucks for a lineup and a taper, and, and and currently you're getting your dreads redone. Shouts out to the young lady doing your dreads. For sure, she get and, me right. And how many times a year do you get retwisted? Uh, maybe four times. Okay. Four or five. And how often you go to the barber shop? Usually, it depends on how busy I am. I got a fucking uh reunion coming up, so I was trying to be, you know, I was trying to be Dougie Fresh, bro. We got a <laughs> 90, 90 steam reunion, so I was trying to be that. But uh, shit, maybe four, maybe five or six, six, six or seven, because I usually get her. Line up right before the retwist, so they come hand in hand. Okay, okay, okay. So it's not like you know a uh, uh, a normal situation. You know, somebody with, somebody with waves or something like that. They no. there every every other week. So okay, I, I okay. So you 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 just should have spread out. So it's not like okay, okay, gotcha. I've so, embraced so- the scraggly homeless look. I've embraced <laughs> it. <laughs> it's working for you, bro. It's working for you. Yeah. So I ain't shit in that category, and, and and here's and I'll explain. So my best friend has been, uh, we'll say, butchering the neighborhood in the '90s, but now he's a pretty cold ass barber. But I was one of the neighborhood guinea pigs that, after my mom took me to the white barber shop, because that's all she knew, being a white lady, and I was getting the MC Hammer lines back to the ear and the Steve Urkel box. You know, after the neighborhood jokes ran through. <laughs> I started letting I started letting smoke cut my hair. So when your best friend cut your hair and he's been cutting your hair since you like since I was sixth grade, it basically when he got a job in that world, 
I'm still your best friend, right? So I, he never charged me for a haircut. So all the time that Smoke lived in Ohio as a professional, as a you know occupation barber, never got charged for a haircut. He moves to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, I I stay within the shop. Shots to Doc. Doc was cutting my hair, but Doc was a partier. So we had the deal. I still didn't pay for no haircut, but I was DJing every shit. Like I, I was the hot nigga for a few years. So my our deal was I don't pay for no cut weekly, and wherever I'm at, you pull up, it's free. So my ten wasn't spent in the barbershop, but his ten was spent at the door. So we had that relationship for years. But when I started fading away from the clubs, moving to more weddings, he wanted to charge me, but still give me that ten dollar haircut. So I'm like, ah, if I'm gonna pay for it, I want to feel like this. I want to have an experience. Like I don't want to have a seven minute haircut because I'm your homeboy, and now, but now I gotta pay for it. So if you're gonna do that when it's free, I can't trip. You know what I'm saying? You busy, you working. I, I don't have nothing to say. Just make me somewhat presentable but if i'm paying for it it's different so uh, that's, that's, that's when i made the switch to, to my guy matt that i went to school with one of my good friends and um the first time he cut my hair it took him a whole, the whole hour and i appreciated the the you know the second or third pass through the fade to make sure you got everything right i appreciated the the time you spent on stepping back and making sure you didn't have my beard you know slanted or you know like, i appreciated just the effort yeah so, now that I'm paying for haircuts over the last few years, the only time I ever tip is when I cash happy. Because I'm like, here you go, three or four dollars for that fee. <laughs> other than that, other than that, what you charge is what you're getting from me. <laughs> God damn. Damn. Damn, killer. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I've ever tipped maybe Christmas time. I might have threw like an extra 20 or if I had it type shit. Like like Merry Christmas. But like other birthday. <laughs> Other than that, he said three charge, or four dollars. You you do charge twenty five. If I got cash on me, you get a you get a twenty five. But if I don't, I'm gonna send you twenty eight, twenty nine, maybe thirty. That's about it. Max. But I don't cash out that often, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh my! So uh, we discussed barbers a little bit before on the pod, and mainly just me being a whore lately with my barber situation. So I, I'll rekindle the story for people that are, you know, new listeners to the pod. So my barber, my well, I guess I could honestly say my old barber T, he was cutting my hair for years, like over ten years, he was cutting my hair. And, you know, normally in a situation, well, not even normally, if someone's cutting your hair for 10 years, like, their prices go up. Mm-hmm. My price never went up. He never charged me more. He never charged me more. But in turn for it, my, him not going up on the price for me, my tip increased. So it, it used to be like $2. So to $5 till where I noticed that everybody else was giving him 30 and $40 and the sign on the thing said $30 for a haircut and he was only charging me 20. I was giving him 30, you know, a $10 tip to say, Hey man, I appreciate the discount. And he always had me laced. So fast forward, maybe like a year into that process, I started noticing the cuts weren't as crisp as they used to be. Like they were, you know, like Killer was saying, like almost like a a rush job. Like, all right, let me get this nigga up out the chair. So I ain't say nothing, but I weaned back on the tip. I was like, all right, you're gonna get five now. And like, all right, you're gonna get the twenty now because I really this haircut is lame. It's just a cut. It's not. It's not crisp. 
Mm-hmm. It got to the point where I had to throw in like, hey, yeah, man, got to uh, go into my homeboy wedding this weekend to get that treatment, to get that extra crisp cut. And everybody knows, like, when you go to the barbershop as much as I was going, I was going like every other week. Like, I don't have an event to go to every other week. So I was trying to come up with random excuses why I needed this haircut to be dope. So go through that. Then he became unavailable. He like would be showing up late, like a ten o'clock appointment, and then showing up at ten forty-five. Like, bro, mm. I've been sitting here for forty-five minutes. Where have you been? Oh man, I got cut off. Just <laughs> yeah. You know, hey man, but you got an appointment. So then, uh, shots out to the homie Steph. He put me on with his barber, Gus. Now, Gus, I can honestly say Gus is the best barber I've been to. Gus is cold with the Clippers. And Gus knows he's cold with the Clippers. So Gus charges that premium price, <laughs> yeah. which is cool, which is cool because, like you were talking about, you get an experience with Gus. Gus got the TVs in there, always uh, playing a different concert that I've never seen there. Lots of hip-hop talk with Gus. Gus, cool dude. Uh, so I was tipping him like eight bucks. Uh, but So it was coming all basically, uh, to basically 50 bucks a cut, damn near. Uh, so that's where we was at with him. And then the pandemic happened. So then y'all saw how I was looking on here. My shit was all over the place because it wasn't going nowhere. And then, you know, we working from home type of situation. So I'm not on that side of town as much as I used to, you know, before I'm at the radio station at seven 30 in the morning, I go run out to lunch at noon, go get a haircut, come back. I'm already on that side of town, made my life so much easier. So mm-hmm. now shots out to Killer, He put me on with Matt. Matt is nice with the Clippers, too. I was tipping Matt five bucks. Matt is nice with the Clippers, but it's not my side of town. It's not convenient. I need conveniency, and I'm a convenient type of dude. So I end up going to this guy Hold down on. the way. Wait a second. I'm losing track. Yes, I'm a whore. <laughs> I told we talked about this. I'm a whore out here. Uh, hit me in the streets. <laughs> this nigga <laughs> named Sticks Barbers. <laughs> funny from, mouth. From 20- from 2018 to 2020. We ain't been too many years, but you know, yeah, yeah, this is this is yeah, this is coming out a lot of years. This is this is very recent. This is like this is during the no, has to know me, bro. Like he knows That's what I have too. and what to work with. That's the thing too. I have these. I think they call them calics or whatever. It's like my hair spins in certain spots, and they like if if, if I wear a low fade, that's that's always been the issue. It's like they cut in one spot four different directions because the hair growing four different ways in that spot. Mm-hmm. But one thing I didn't put in my disclaimer about why I don't tip, nigga. I'm only getting half a haircut. I refuse. <laughs> I still got, I got, I got five, six years worth of hair on top. All you're doing is fading my sides and making my beard look nice. Like, they don't getting, touch the top? I, never. It's been six years since I've had anything on top touch. You know what I'm saying? So I'm only getting half a cut. <laughs> and, and like I was saying with Matt, he's cold with the Clippers too. He's cold with the Clippers. He, uh, appointments, on time. I love a motherfucker that's on time. On time, get me in and out of there. Um, I don't know. The first time he cut your hair, killer, it took him already. It took him thirty minutes. He got me in and out, and the shit was crisp, and I appreciate it. But it's convenience for me. So 
started going to homeboy down the street. Actually, I saw your brother in there getting his hair cut, Dizzle, uh, when I actually started going to him. Now, he's I. He I. You know what I'm saying? He ain't cold. He ain't trash. He I. It's a basic cut. But Come it's on, not my heavy set brother? Yes. Okay. Wherever he go, I seen him in there getting uh getting uh faded and lined up and everything. So to be perfectly honest, I'm on the market again. <laughs> so <laughs> so Matt and Gus, <laughs> like they about to fight it out for this spot. They about to fight it out for this five dollar tip. <laughs> yeah. I, I I I'm back at the station a, a quite a bit more, so I'm on that side a little bit more. So I might be foxing with Gus, but I will say Matt prices are a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and, yeah. hey, by, bro, by September, my, I'll have another new barber. Get my get my expensive guy a try, bro. He gonna have you feet up, you know what I'm saying? Nah, Masked man. up? No, I'm nah, telling man. you, I, I, I'm trying to get back on my every other week haircut, and there's no way that I'm dropping sixty bucks every two weeks. For a haircut, no way. Like, I, yeah. just because just because you nice with the Clippers doesn't mean my hair ain't gonna grow back at the same speed. Like, mm-hmm. it's gonna still grow That's back. A- like, like your Clippers aren't gonna make my shit stop growing as fast as it wants to. He ain't no way. Like, you gonna have your I'm face gonna- feel like a baby booty. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say over the years being best friends with a barber and just. Been, I spent a lot of time in the barber shop, probably, you know, just as much as like the dude that sells the sunglasses, you know, that be in every <laughs> shop. You know, I spent those kind of hours hanging out with my friends in the barber shop. And over the years, I came to the conclusion that barbers know they hold the power. So if they want you back in a week or two, they know what to do. Yeah. The, real, the, the real good ones know how to make you want to cut in seven to ten days. You know, they know how to feed themselves. They keep their kind tail rolling that suits them, you know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily malice. It's just more so like, you know what I'm saying? I, I cut 45 heads, but I need them to come back to me every 10 days to, you know, pay these bills. So I'm going to cut their they hair accordingly. And, like, it be feeling like, you know, that's just me, my personal. No one's ever said those words to me, but that's just my personal opinion because it just feel like, you know, sometimes a barber will give you a cut and, and you feel like, damn, did his thing on that one. And other times you feel like, uh, maybe a little too much talking about, you know, X, Y, Z. You kind of got <laughs> off subject. You know what I'm saying? So Stay focused, I, nigga. I feel like they really know the real, the real good ones. They know what they're doing. They know how to get you back. Like any good salesman. Like any good salesman. <laughs> what happened in the world of sports, man? Because when you go on vacation, like, you lose sense of everything that happened. So anything going to sports that I miss? The Reds played some baseball. <laughs> uh, Votto still hitting home runs. Field of um, Dreams. Does that ring a bell? Field oh, of yeah, 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 yeah. They played that yeah. game with the White Sox and the Yankees, like, from the movie. And Tim Anderson hit that walk-off. I did see that uh, on my the time. One, the one soccer – the soccer goat got traded. Jello Ball, the 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 middle child of the Ball brothers, is balling out in the summer league. He might make a make the Hornet squad. Uh, okay, I I should have been at one of those games. Mm. Yeah, you missed yeah. it. He he was shots, out here putting on the show. Vegas. 
Shout yeah, out. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. You so love I, Vegas though, because you done I, been there what three times in two years? Man, yeah, man, I love Vegas, man. I can't even count how many times we've been to Vegas. But uh, me and the wife talked about it. Like, we're gonna take a Vegas detox. We're gonna take a at least <laughs> a four, at least a four year hiatus from Vegas. We're gonna do four years and no Vegas. We're gonna go places we haven't been before. Uh, like we didn't go to Sh- we haven't been to Chicago until this time that we went before. So. So, so big word out there. It's more yeah. fun cities than just Las Vegas. So, you know, you got a passport. A, uh, I do not have a passport. I do not. <laughs> but ain't no thing but to get one. Ain't nothing but yeah. a couple bucks. That's a uh, one thing I'm really excited about too, and I'm hoping that the world don't fuck this up for me. Um, been trying to get my kids to Disney since I've had kids. You know, what I'm saying when I, especially when I had two. You know, it was like the girls young. They was you know four, five, six, seven, eight. I could I didn't make it happen. It wasn't it wasn't in the in the cards. But now I'm in a different place, you know, been working towards the goal. So we about seventy five percent of the way paid up on our Christmas trip this year to uh to Disney. We were supposed to be going there for Christmas. So over halfway paid up for that. We had that done probably next month. And uh but I don't want the world, you know, the world shenanigans. I know Florida ain't gonna give a fuck. Disney gonna be open. <laughs> Florida ain't gonna care. But I don't want the world shenanigans uh, and the nation's shenanigans to uh, hinder that. But I'm kind of got that feeling that we had, you know, in some of this 2020 talk that we had to go through where, you know, when that flu season hit, you know, we was talking about, you know, how NFL going to survive, how the NFL going to do with, you know, you know, face-to-face contact after the pandemic. I'm kind of hoping that this flu season that's coming, you know, don't put us in a really bad spot. So... Hoping I'm still able to go to Disney this Christmas. <laughs> that would be dope. That would be real yeah. dope. Like I said before, man, man, the next four vacations ending with a beach. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's all needs to be said, man. Maybe maybe somewhere else, but yeah. And like I said, this time zone. Like, that time yeah. zone will be killing me. Matter of fact, my cousin, he just now getting back to Cleveland, like about 3 o'clock today. Like, he had a mm. layover. Well, he didn't even get to his layover spot. He was supposed to, he flew out of Vegas at 11 a.m. or 11 to Cleveland. The plane had to take a detour to somewhere in Texas because an older gentleman on the flight had a medical issue. And they kept him there, then flew them from wherever in Texas to Tulsa, Oklahoma. And he had to stay there at the airport overnight. And he, they just get him on a flight like at 2 o'clock to get back home to Cleveland. So, I can't do I man, like the wife said, that could have easily been us in that situation, just like stuck at the airport. And the last time before this we went to Vegas, we were supposed to fly out maybe like at two, two thirty in the afternoon, and we end up having to get a red eye. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm on this time zone, man. I ain't going past the Mississippi River for the next five years. That's my fear how having this flights coming up in these shows, man, because I'm doing some tight traveling where, you know, a show's on Thursday across the, across the country. I'm flying back Friday. I got a wedding Saturday. Like I can't kind of, I can't kind of spare no hiccup in, and all these airlines having no show pilots, no show crews. It's kind of just been in the news enough to where it's on my mind. Like, man, I need to have a smooth traveling experience these next few weeks. Cause, uh, we got some, we got some, you know, some moving to do and I can't kind of spare no, those situations where you're stuck somewhere, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be it's gonna be terrible if that happens. So I'm 
Hopefully the crews is, you know, coming back to work, but it don't sound like that's really been happening. It sounds like it's still a continued problem where people are, you know, missing whole flights because motherfucking pilot didn't show up. Shocking the motherfucking deuces, man. That shit's crazy. Did uh, any of y'all watch the new episode of uh, Raising Canaan? Yes, I did. I checked it out. Had to Dizzle? see what happened after the one before. Had to. You talking about tonight's episode? Like Sunday? Sunday's episode? This Today's episode? Yes, sir. Yeah. I have not, but it is. Uh, I need to charge the laptop so I can get to it. Uh, <laughs> but I'm. Are you nah. current? Are you like current and you on this one? Or are you? I'm. I'm up to date except for tonight's episode. I'm gonna watch right. tonight's episode here with, within the next hour, couple hours. That's but yeah, I'm with. I'm with it, man. I'm. I'm all for that show, bro. Like I said, I. I fucks with the uh, Power series more than I do Power book one or whatever mm-hmm. you know with regular uh james st patrick i think just the storylines are just more interesting than him at truth nightclub i felt like right. that show just you know was extended further than what they originally planned so they just had seasons of just nonsense that wasn't in the agenda um, but so far, this uh, shit with Tariq and this raising Kane shit, I'm I'm with it. I don't know if I'm gonna be interested in a uh, Tommy. Oh, I'm but... always down for the crazy white boy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. I'm gonna check it out just because I'm invested in the in the uh, universe. Yeah. But, but so far, probably two and three, I'm all in. Man, I, I the mom Raquel, uh, Fifty Mom, yeah. whatever, Kane uh, Mom. Yo, Ooh. she might be my favorite character on the entire Ooh. universe, man. <laughs> I fucks with her big time, man. She, she's, she's a dope character, man. She's not to be fucked with at all. Sh- Shouts to Symphony. I almost had to hit that follow <laughs> button. I almost had to follow. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to Symphony. Yeah, oh, yeah, he out here making it happen. He oh, out here making it happen. Shouts yeah. out to him. <laughs> Theo, Theo, yeah. hold me down. I, I, like I, I think with that show too. What I appreciate is, you know, some like me and the wife have a little running joke where like guarantee it say nudity, and then it pops up like nudity. Like, oh, Fifty got to show some tits for you know at some point in the episode. So that's like our little running joke with the show. But aside from that, like I told her, even though we joking about it and kind of like looking for a, a smirk to have or looking for a scowl to have or something, it's like. We really are kind of invested in all, in all the storylines that they present, and they're yeah. coming off they're coming off cool enough to where I'm eager to watch the show. You know what I'm saying? I want to see if Jew Box going, you know, what she gonna do with her life. I'm eager to see what uh, dude from uh, Survivor's Remorse, the, the 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 fucked up uncle, what's his mm. name? I'm trying to you know trying to see what, what he gonna be on. So Marvin. you know, yeah, Marvin. So yeah, I'm I'm invested in this enough to where you know it's. It's almost like I'm looking to hate it, but I can't find <laughs> the hate. So let's just watch it. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. So. Speaking of uncles, you know the other uncle is uh Kevin from Snowfall. The uh best friend that Franklin shoots and kills in season two. Oh shit, it is. Yep. Yep. Who the Remember in season two when uh or season one it's it's the three homeboys it's Franklin, uh um the short dude with the fro and then it's the other dude. 
His cut the froze cousin. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And then Franklin ends up shooting him at the park and shit. Yeah. That's 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 uh, the one that got shot. Yeah. No, that's, it ain't. That is. That's Uncle Lulu. Who on on power? Uncle Lulu, the other uncle, the 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 the, the fuck the up uncle. The one the that's one trying to the, be in the music, music yeah, industry? Yeah, with, the, with yes. the part, with the low fade in the part. That is, that's him? Yeah, that's him. I recognize him from somewhere, but I'm like, who is this nigga? That's him. That's motherfucking Kevin wow. from Power. I mean, from yeah. Snowfall. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, you're going to like this week's episode. Shit, I, I sure. always, you always say shit gets real, but shit is always real on Power. Yeah. <laughs> shit is always how- real. Go ahead, bro. I'm about to say, but how last episode ended, where you know we all at least know how that happened. So that, know how last episode ended, and Mama seeing the shirt and all that. Like the, the the story jump off from that is is a great episode. I enjoyed this one, probably one of the better episodes thus far. Yeah, good one. yeah, real good episode. Dizzle, go ahead, get your bootleg on and enjoy. <laughs> all right. Well, well, Kev, we need an update. I think the the fans are invested with your car. Can we get uh-huh. a uh, a car update from you? <laughs> okay, okay. So this was the game plan. When I last time when I talked to them up there, he's like, "Well, you can pick it up and take it home. You're not gonna lose your space in line or whatever." I'm like, "All right." So me and the wife talked it over. It's like, "All right, I don't want to pick it up before we go to Vegas, and it'd be just my luck that the engineer come to town while we're out of town and be like, "Oh man, you missed your opportunity." Right. So mm-hmm. I left it up there as we were out of town. I'm going up there tomorrow to pick up my car. No, it hasn't been fixed, but just to have my car in my driveway, be able to, you know, drive it around the block, you know, just to have my shit back at home, it, it'll make me feel better until this engineer from Kia shows up. So fingers crossed. Yeah, mm. we're going to have to do another tweet at the CEO or something. Man. We're going to have to, like... Bomb threat. At this point, Bomb. it's been it's it's going on two months, two two what three months almost. And yeah, how do you, you to survive it, it, if, if that car wasn't paid weeks. off? You, that, that's the crazy. Oh, uh, if my shit if my shit wasn't paid off, they wouldn't get no fucking check. Yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't they wouldn't get no car payment. I'd be like, no, nigga, no. Yeah, right, halfway. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, shit, there it is. Another episode. You can't make this up. Podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out till next week. Well, hold on. Are we taping next week? I know, Killer, you on the road. What's good? Unless you want that Dizzle sound that we had at the beginning of this one next Sunday. (laughs) Move it to Monday. Move it to Monday. (laughs) All right, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. We'll do what we got to do to make it happen. You know the pod must go on. Yes, sir. I mean, niggas doing podcasts in other countries. In the car, West Coast, and then you know we we just right. do what we do, man. We'll we out till out. next. We out till next week. Peace. Peace.